Welcome to this week's Progress with Unity podcast from Sunny Beach Hill. And uh, as I look around this table, I see several smiling sunny faces looking back at me. Good evening, people. Good evening, Good evening Barry. Giddlow then, Mick. Giddlow. It, it took me years to get out to Beach Hill. Right, and I'll put you back in there. Put me back in there, in one fell swoop. In one fell swoop. Right, um, a very positive evening this evening. Uh, We're off the back of an own win, which is a bit different. Uh, So what we're going to do tonight, right, this evening, or whenever you listen to this, it might be the first thing in the morning or the last thing at night, who knows. But anyway, we're going to have a little reflect back at the Brighton game. We're going to look at team selection. We're going to look at Tim Choi's performance and... uh, the first time at home under Gary Caldwell, uh, a little bit about the style of play, tactical changes that he made during the game, uh, a discussion about the meet and greet, reaction, and uh, there was a video produced this week, which was uh, quite quite moving, I thought, so we'll have a little chat about that. Then we're going to move on to what we've got left coming up, uh, by what's left, I mean, of the season. Uh, it basically revolves around three sides for us, I think. Ourselves, Millwall and Rotherham, so we'll have a look at that. Don't forget the FA as well. And the Football League, Dan. Yep. We're no longer in the Premier League. And uh, we're going to have a little look at the Wolverhampton Wonders game on Saturday and what's coming up there. Okay, so uh, I think we'll start off with some stats, Gareth. Uh, you're our stats man. He's a stats man. Oh, they thought it was funny. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah well. In Studio 2. Yes, the stats from Wigan Athletic versus Brighton. Our first home win for eight months. Hey. <laughs> Possession, Latics 58% and Brighton 42%. Attempts, Wigan managed eight and Brighton 16. On target, Latics managed four and Brighton managed six. Corners, Wigan managed three. Brighton managed 9 Foles committed 12-14 to 14. Brighton got 3 yellow cards we were a little innocent and didn't get any no reds and we won 2-1 2-1 and uh, uh, very, good, very good day very good day indeed so Adam what did you make of uh, Gary Colwell's first game in charge well, first of all what do you think about the team selection a couple of changes weren't first there? game in charge yeah it was yeah, sorry, sorry Paul first home game yeah. surprised that Fortuna have been left out which he's not been too much this season uh, it was McLean up front which I thought okay we'll see how it goes um, it was a lot more positive though I liked, I liked Tim Chow's selection because he played he came on in Millwall showed a lot of energy and looked up for it we need players at this point who have that bit of passion and fight and it obviously proved off during the game, and I thought it was a lot more positive, mm. positive feel around the club as well. Yeah. Very positive. I think, Barry, for me, it was the whole attitude of things, yes. Now Caldwell's come in, we've got more impetus, I think. This is the first game I've actually seen in the flesh since he's come in, and the main thing I noticed is we're still getting the balls in the box, the good balls in the box, except now there are two or three men there in the right spot to put it away. Tim Chow, Perch... Both scored. I, I found it quite interesting uh, what he said about Perch's goal, uh, Gary Caldwell. He said, I told him not to get, to stay behind the ball at all times, and he, uh, you know, he didn't listen to me. But he did listen to him because he was behind the ball. He was still behind the ball. Otherwise, he'd have been offside. Hmm. Ah. Come on, Gary, get I, it sorted. I'd just like to know what game you were watching. You're coming out with impotence, flesh, and balls. I don't know. <laughs> what were you watching? <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. 
Well, go on, I, I, I would like to just uh, compliment the manager on sticking with a uh, with a hunch there. He picked the young lad. He it paid off. He scored a wonderful debut goal, full debut goal. And I liked the way in which he tinkered with things during the game, which is something we haven't really seen from uh, some of the previous managers. And uh, it looks as though, <coughs> excuse me, we've got somebody on the sidelines now who's calling the shots, and I like that. Yeah. I liked the uh, the player's attitude because you could see there was a sense, there was a difference. Um, there was fighting them. Um, they were chasing balls down. When you when you asked about uh, selections and formations and that, the fact that he actually went with McLean up front in the middle again, um, it it's saying that negative thing to me again about people like Bill McKay and all them lot who's still there. But yet he 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 was big enough to change it round. He was you know he had the guts there to change it round when it weren't working properly, and he went with it. He went and I said well done, well done, man. Mm. Well, on that note, uh, Catherine. Do you think, like, bringing Fortuny on as an impact player rather than a starter? I'm perhaps one of the only people that like Fortuny playing, because I think he can hold the ball up. Right. Many people think he doesn't score. We know he doesn't score. To me, he's a bit like a Pullman's Emileski. Yeah. Not as good, but he holds the ball up. He just needs somebody running in. I think he came into his own with that perch goal on Saturday. Yeah. All those people who booed him when he came on, they weren't yeah. booing when he scored. No, well, they shouldn't boo, shouldn't boo players, but... Um, that was disgusting. Yeah, it is. That was bang out of the need to uh, hang their heads. I mean, it was a lovely day. Uh, the team were playing well, and, and then they start booing their own players. They should stop, they should stop giving these free tickets to these silly kids. Well, they don't, actually, now, mate. You don't have a fellow supporters, but anybody booing, substitutes coming on, who are going to try and win you the game, that have set it. I've written it down here. I'm not going to say it because you'll have to bleep it out. There are yeah. set, set of idiots. The yeah. first word is Richard. Yeah. Well, mm. I, I, I've just seen that word as well, and we can't drop. <laughs> yeah. There are set. Of, honestly, yeah, it, yeah. It, it, what on earth do they think it's going to achieve? You've got two and a half games left at this point. Not even two and a half games left. The blokes. He's not delivered during the season. I'm sure he's well aware of that himself. And I'm sure he's doing everything he possibly can to put that right in the last two and a half games. Yeah. Well, it just, it beggars belief. When Fortuny was brought on, we made a bit of a tactical change there. They're just going to pull the game level, aren't they? And I've heard people speak to me and they said, oh, we could have been three down, but by the same token, we could have been four up. Yeah. I, I know they hit the post, but we had, we had some good chances as well. Uh, and I thought we were, overall, we were the better side. Uh, we were the better side. Not by a lot, but we were the better side. Um, and then, like I said, they, they got that goal, which was slightly against the runner player at that time. Mm. Was it? Possibly not. Possibly. I think they came out second half and they, they come at us a little bit. Yeah. But, but we just started getting back into the game again and they got, got it from a corner. Uh, but straight away, he made, he made, he made a change there. He, he, took off, uh, he took off Quist, who was struggling a little bit in the second half, and he also took off um, Don Coe, who I thought had played okay. Well, I, I, I think Chris wasn't it due to an injury that, because he did get platinum once or twice in the first half, Chris. Yeah, but I don't it, think it was a tactical reaction. But with Coe, I think it was. Well, it, if it weren't, he did change things around because he brought Boishy on, didn't he? Pushed, put you into midfield yeah. and uh, brought Fortune on it, and he was more 
he was more wise than central, weren't he, when he came on for Tudor? Well, that's what he used to play at West Brom, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah, that was his position. But we, we just seemed to alter the shape of the side. That altered a little bit as well as we pressed on to try and snatch the, the win. And I also thought Billy Mackay coming on, he had come on with 10 minutes to go. I thought he he, um, he did really well when he came on. What did you make a copy of Choi's uh, goal, Gareth? Excellent. I thought first half, Choi, listen to me, Choi was, well, the main man, Joe Main, you know, he, he was terrific. <laughs> <laughs> First half, it, it was a, a dream debut for the lad, wasn't it? And I was saying to Catherine before, for once the club got it right, the way the big Gary Corbwell up when he was coming on, and also Tim Cho, the fact they bought at Billings and all the rest of them, I thought he was terrific. Pre kick off, they said he was born in Wigan because we were having a debate in the stands. I was like, Would he not have been born in Billings? <laughs> And then when he scored, they announced he was born in Billings. Yeah. Born in we Billings like, Hospital. Yeah, we were like, all right, yeah, that resolves that one. Man. Everybody in Wigan were born in Billings, weren't yeah. they? Well, up until about five names. years yeah. ago, yeah. Apart from Mick. I was born at one, mate. Yeah. So still in his street schools. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, That's it, Wigan Evening Post, I was. Bef- before the game, um, there was a, the club had asked for a reprisal of the meet and greets. Uh, did anybody go, by the way? No, I did. Yeah. Uh, so they asked for the reprisal of that. I, I couldn't make it because I had a, a, a prior engagement. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was in pub. No, I was. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, because I all feel bad now. I was at the hospital, so. Oh. Right. So. Well, okay. Uh, so, but I couldn't make it. Um, and they've, they've spoken about it after the game, and they saying yeah. it was good, and, and, and how, how it big the players up and that. What was it like, Catherine? Um, up to the about 200, 250 people. Brilliant, there. that's brilliant. More than I expected. Yeah. Um, a good reception when the players came in. They came in a big convoy. But I think the traffic lights coming, you know, down Woodhouse Lane and that thing must have split them up. Yeah. But a few players arrived. There's a gap. A few more players arrived. Um, came out, signing autographs for all the kids, signing shirts. Kids were dead excited. People having photographs taken. Yeah. yeah, it was good. Cool. Buzzing, buzzing, brilliant. Was this Caldwell's idea, can I ask? Yeah, it was, and he put something uh, out in the uh, official website. It only went out on Friday, which was what, really late, weren't it? It was the day before. Uh, but I know they've asked for it again this weekend as well. But the weather's not going to be as nice on Saturday. But it's still, it's not going to be hammering it down. But there's a, you know, so so if we can get down there on Saturday, bright and early, one o'clock, isn't it? Yeah. Get down there for one o'clock, and then. Uh, I, I, I think you're going to. Forget the weather, you'll get a good turnout on yeah. the grounds that there's a, there's a chance we might, yeah. you know, there's a chance we can there is, there is a pull off another miracle, isn't there? We'll come to that in a minute, um, but there was a really good reaction from the players and, and afterwards one or two of them were tweeting stuff and I saw a great photograph tweeted by Jermaine Pennant of himself sat in his underpants with James McLean, Emerson Boyce and... Barry, this is a family show. <laughs> yeah. And there's someone else. Was it Perch? I can't it remember. Was, was it Perch? I've seen it but I can't remember. No, it was Kimbo. Kimbo. Who was mm. fully dressed. Shirtless. No, oh, no. He was fully dressed and everybody else had. had uh, was it? Had, was just in the under, undercrackers. What? <laughs> Kimbo was in Jermaine Pennant's undercrackers? Yeah. No, but it was, it was a good picture because they clearly, it, it, they were all, they were bonding. It was a bit of male bonding, but in a good way. And it was, they were all buzzing. Can, can we move on here quickly, Barry? <laughs> but, <laughs> I paused to give him an edit point. Yeah, but the, 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 the comments were that um, the old day had been really good. Mm. From, from arriving at the ground, uh, seeing all the fans waiting for them, getting out there, 
the reception they got when they come out. And it showed in the way they played. Yes. Showed in the way they played. It's surprising if you get behind the team what, what right. can actually happen, mm-hmm. isn't it? But also, also there was, uh, there's been a good reaction to, to a video um, that's been put together. And uh, again, reading, Ellie's done it, hasn't she? Down at the, uh, uh, the, uh, the media team. She, she's made it. But it was Graham Barra's idea, apparently, to give the players an idea of the history of the club, and he put it to uh, Gary Caldwell, who said, it's fantastic, let's get it done. And has, has anybody not seen it? I have. You I haven't seen it. You've not. Well, you're in for a treat, is all I can say. There's a few uh, versions out there. Well, there's the same version, but it's on, you can pick it up off Vital, for example, Jesus Was a Wiggler, and all of the good Wigan Athletic fans' base websites, but also on, the, on YouTube and via the club's official site and it's, it's on there as well. Yeah, uh, Antics Official on YouTube. Yeah, it's really worth it. But when you watch it, make sure you've got some man-sized tissues with you because you will shed a tear, believe me. It's a fantastic little video. Right, looking forward to it very yeah. much. Right, anyway, enough of that waffle. Let's move on. Right, what's left? Like I said, we've got a three-horse race now uh, with only one winner and two, two clubs are going to be left heavily disappointed. Uh, Rotherham have been told that the decision is going to be made this week. Uh, they've been given the reason it's not been made before. They've given them time to put a case together. Uh, it, actually, there's no case to answer, and they're going to be docked three points. So it'll leave the table with Latix played 44 on 39 points. Millwall played 44 on 40 points, and Rotherham played 43 on 41 points. So there'll be two points separating those clubs, but Mil- uh, Rotherham will have played a game less. Uh, their game in hand is against Reading next Tuesday. At, uh, I was going to say Millmore then, but they don't play there anymore. <laughs> the New York Stadium. The New York Stadium. Yeah. NYC. Uh, but it's all, it's all to play for. It's all to play for. I think Millwall, uh, Millwall have got the toughest... Well, no, us and Millwall have both got tough fixtures. Well, uh, have we got tough fixtures? Well, I so have Rotherham, I think. Yeah. I, if Ipswich get a result this weekend and Brentford don't, Brentford will have no hope of getting in the playoffs. They're three points behind Ipswich. Their only hope is if they can catch Ipswich or Derby. Somebody kept telling me they could catch Derby, but I wasn't so sure because I... I didn't look. But if they don't win on Saturday, they've got nothing to go for. Mm. Our last fixture could be against a team fighting for a playoff spot or a team with nothing to play for. Mm. I, Which one would you see to go, go with, though? One with no pressure on them or one going alpha ladder to try and get a victory? Well, if you look at the game last depends, night... It depends if you win or not. Yeah, if you look at the game... <laughs> you lose, the other one. Yeah, if you look at the game last night, Blackburn 2, Millwall 0... You'd think that Blackburn would have had nothing to play for, but they still went out there and did it, didn't they? Yeah, because Millwall are a pretty poor side. Yeah. That's, that's mm. the thing. And yeah. What, what we, we've not lose sight of is we're not the best team in the league by any stretch of the imagination, is it? You know, and it's, it's hard for us to score goals, and you need to score goals to win games. So it's, 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 I think it's a tough ask from that reason alone. Mm, well, we've got the best goal difference in there. Yeah. We've got a very Rotherham, close one. Rotherham have got a two-point start on us. Yeah. And a game in hand. But Rotherham, if, if we, Rotherham's got 22 and we've got 21. Minus. Yeah. But if we end up on the same goal difference, Rotherham's actually scored more goals than us. 
So, because that's the next thing that comes into play. Well, it, given that it's a two-point gap, if we, we make it up, I know what you're saying. We're only going to catch them with a win. Yeah, we're not. We're yeah. not. We're not going to get two draws and go top of that. Two draws and the other two teams lose both games. Well, if you look at it this way, we, we need to go win-win hmm. and then see what they do. Yeah, hmm. basically said what I was going to say. I think the only way we're going to get out of this is win-win. So in which case we're going to make up goal difference anyway. So the goal difference is going to be not a factor as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. What do you think, Adam? Well, I think you look at Reading at home. We're over them. You've got to, you've got to say. Or rather, them at home with Reading. Yeah. So that, one, that one. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. 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 That's the game you've got to be looking at, thinking they might get something from that. Well, the thing is, I mean, it, it's got to go. We've got, we've got to hope it goes our way this weekend. If we beat, if we can beat Wolves, it'll be, a, it'll be a tough game. And they lose at home to Norwich. Um, we're going to go above them. So the pressure then is back on them in that game. And it's, at this stage, that pressure is as, as much as anything else, isn't it? It's as much a factor as being a good side, being a poor side, having players in or out. That pressure is going to tell. If the crowd's nervy as well, you know, yeah. um, who knows? What happens if it all goes wrong and we get relegated? Who cares? We were relegated a week yeah. ago. <laughs> Exactly, Dan. I th- we was relegated at Christmas, yeah. Me, you know, so we're still in it with two weeks to go. Brilliant. Everything goes well on Saturday. Yeah. We've been with a good chance on the last day. Amazingly, we've been two 0 down at home at half time and relegated before now, and dug our way out of it. We have. That was a fantastic day. That, that was oh, fantastic. Wasn't it just? Yeah. Arsenal. West Ham. Arsenal was well. No, no that Arsenal wasn't. Arsenal was a game you weren't expected to get no. much of. West Ham, West Ham was next to the last game of the season, yeah. wasn't it? Uh, we were down against West Ham. Yeah. Gone. Down and out. Oh, we made the bold move of taking the midfield off. <laughs> yeah. Put Connor Salmon on. Brilliant stuff. Uh, so, uh, Rotherham, Rotherham, not uh, in any great form either, are they, Rotherham? No. I can. <sighs> I don't the think is we've got, they've got two home games out of three. Mm. Yeah. Right. And no matter which way you butter it up, Wigan v Wolves, we need three points on Saturday. That gives us possibilities. Anything else yeah. is get it down. Division yeah. one time. League one time, sorry. Yeah. No, I'm not I'm not even bothered. I didn't even know who rather played actually on Saturday. I wasn't bothered. Did they play? I said who they play. Norwich. And I'm not bothered because Unless we actually get them three points, it's irrelevant, isn't it? So all I'm concerned about is how, how we do on um, on Saturday. Once we've got the three points in the bag, then I might inquire as to how's Rotherham gone on and how's Millwall gone on. But unless we get them three points, what's the point? If we get those, that's what we should all be just focusing on is, is uh, Latics winning. Here's a carrot. If we get those three points, we could be out of the relegation zone yeah. at five o'clock on Saturday. Yeah. Well, there you go. That's that, that, what a motivation to the players. With... Um, who is it? Brentford. Nothing to play for. We, it, it, it. Well, they'll want to do us a favour, won't they? Brentford, the way. We, yeah. uh, looking back to last summer, they'll say, oh, it's, it's the sharp weird. end of the season. Let, let's make some changes and give them an easy ride. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, I've seen that the one. The trouble is, though, when you're playing against a side that has nothing to lose or nothing to gain, is it's a great opportunity for the manager to tinker in with his own side, to give fresh blood a try, but the en- emphasis is on you do not concede. If we get an advantage of this game, it's a bonus. So they'll become just a very, very, very defensive side. 
because as a coach that's what I would do yeah so I'd rather Brentford win this weekend and find out that I don't with a chance against week because if they've got to come and bring the game to us that'll open things up at the back and it could be better for winning them I, th I, well, I think whatever scenario Brentford are in they'll play against us wanting to beat us without yeah. any shadow of and I think they'll go for the win yeah. and I don't think I don't think uh, Mark Warburton is, is uh, you know favours our club at all the way they spoke about it in summer I don't think no. they, they, they won't have any qualms I won't say they take delight in sending us down but they won't have any qualms in it but wouldn't they also then professionally like to sign off with a victory of course themselves? they would yeah and they're at home and it's in front of a, probably a bumper crowd because the tickets are already on sale and people will be buying the tickets so it, yeah of course they would it's his last game as well isn't it of course because it's Warburton's last game he'll always down so. yeah yeah, so it's going to be a tough game. We've two tough games. But no, no, it's his last game. Not mm. their last game. Mm. I think the toughness is irrelevant now. Because Caldwell is Superman. Yeah. Okay, Barry, I have something here which has been printed off from the Vital Wigan website. It's a message from Pete Reese, who oh. I believe is a user over at your website there. Yeah, well, you know Peter because he's been on the podcast. He has indeed, yes. Yeah. Uh, what I, he believe, I believe he's... Uh, uh, sent an open letter, is that, is that what you're referring to? An yes. open letter to the players? He has indeed, and yes. I have it in front of me. Right. It's a page and a half That's of A4, yeah. and it's going to be printed in the Wigan Evening Post on Friday. Oh, so excellent. You'll get a good chance to read that either online or in the post, but I'm just going to read the last couple of paragraphs here, because they are quite rousing. You are fine players, and you are easily good enough to win those last two games. Make us proud. Make us dream. Let your families be proud of you too. Most of all, be proud of yourselves. And when your football careers are over, look back on this time as one of your best times. Do not leave the pitch with regrets that you could have given more. Do not dwell on mistakes either. They will only drag you down. Be only positive and believe that you are good enough no matter what you face on the pitch. The club was born in, and as a product of, adversity. It has lived through adversity in all its 83 years, but will not die in adversity. It never, never, never gives up. That's excellent, that. I, what a sentiment that is. I mean, that's the thing with, with whoever's in charge of the club, whoever owns the club at this particular time. They're just, it's all transient, is it? They're passing through. The club and the soul of the club stays and were that the fans, the supporters, people from Wigan um, and that's what gives it the fire in its belly and, and makes it keep standing up and punching, punching above its weight because that's what we do all the time isn't it, we punch above our weight we're a small town club um, but we're the greatest club in the world fantastic stuff, well done Peter, I really, yes. uh, it's a good letter you get a chance to read it, have a read right, so that takes us nicely on to the first of those last two games uh, we've got Wolves on Saturday down at the DW Stadium. Newer Dicko returning. Ooh, is he going to kick us up the backside? An athlete in boots, Barry. Well, I didn't say that, but the guy who said it's not here this evening, Roberto. Um, I wonder where he is. Anyway, um, so we've got Wolves in town. The referee uh, for this game is James Linnington, and he is from the Isle of Wight. And we've only ever had him twice before. The first time was at Yorville last season when Mark Antoine Fortuny scored and the last time we had him or the second time was away at Rotherham this season 
mm-hmm. when we won that one. So, we've 100% record. Hopefully, he's a good omen. So far this season, there are 36 games, 95 yellows, 9 reds, which is quite high. Um, we've previously met Wolves 15 times. Uh, we've won 6 of those. Wolves have won 5, and there's 4 draws. Gareth, how are they doing? Wolves are doing very well. They're sat in 8th place, having played 44 games with a goal difference of plus 11 and 72 points. I wish we had 72 points. In the last 6 games, they've managed to win 3, lose 2 and draw. They're a most recent one at home against Ipswich. That was on TV on Saturday, on Saturday was it? or Friday or Sunday. Saturday. Saturday was it? Before it was early kickoff. It was, I saw a bit of it, yeah, before I went to hospital. Yeah, um, they look quite good actually. They look quite good. Yeah, yeah. They've got a, a good attack, haven't they? Yeah. They've, they've got a good attack. I'm just looking at their uh, goal scorers. Right, go on. They've got uh, Benny Cafobi. Who has 14 goals, 12 in the league. Bakari Sacco, who has 14 goals, 14 in the league. And Nua Dicko, do you remember him? Uh-huh. 13 goals, 12 in the league. So That Benneke Forby has only been with him since January, too, hasn't he? Three pronged attack, isn't it? Yeah. Be tough, but it's all or nothing, isn't it? Yeah. Is that? I mean, they're, they're try, trying to gain a playoff place. Yeah. The thing is though, when you look at those stats and you think that forward line has banged in all those goals, but yet they're only plus 11, obviously the defence isn't as uh, isn't as uh, as competent as the, the, the strikers, is it? Mm. Well, by playing a second football, you leave yourself open a little bit at the back. You're right? where they are in the league as well, they're not, you know, for banging in goals, yeah. they're not as high up as they might be. No, no, no. Mm. Conceded three against Leeds. They conceded three against Leeds. They did win the game though, 4 yeah, 3. Four, three. <laughs> they won 2 0 against Derby. They won away at Nottingham Forest 2 1. They beat Leeds 4 3. The two games they lost was Birmingham 2, Wolves 1. Middlesbrough, who were a very good team, 2, Wolves 1. And like I said, a draw the last game against Ipswich. What was the score in that last game? What a piece. No clean sheets in there, though. No clean sheets. No, well, I think that that way is all we've been saying, yeah. don't say it, about, yeah. about the fact they're, not, they're vulnerable at the back. Having one in three. Uh, Richard Steeman, yeah. is it Richard Steeman, isn't it? The Richard Steeman. Yeah, he scored. I, th- I think they're in a similar goal. position to us in that, that they're... I wish they were. <laughs> no, they were. Well, yeah. Okay, but in the sense that they're chasing a playoff place and their playoff place is only achievable if things go their way mm. so if you can get ahead of them early doors they may well you know once they've had a, a try they may well give up because if you know if you if you get 2-0 up they're out of it they've got a big following they've sold out their allocation yeah. and they've asked for more tickets which obviously they can't have uh, there's fears that there's going to be missing last night and there's fears that those supporters may be coming up trying to get into the home end and uh, yeah. and don't forget they, they probably feel like they always won as well because on the 13th of May 2012 um, we beat them 3-2 and it consigned them to, to uh, well it was already relegated they were relegated by them yeah. yeah but that was the game if you remember where Roberto Martinez asked for a round of applause in 8 minutes uh, to celebrate <laughs> our 8th season in the uh, 
yeah. in the Premier League and Matt Jervis got the balls was all clapping mm. and just yeah. stuck it in the back of the net and the Emerson Boyce hat trick that never was and, and Boyce is yeah, yeah two, two crackers. He scored two, had opportunity to bury the third and passed it to yeah. somebody that fluffed it. Yeah, can't remember who it was. And I remember us putting Wolves down back in the 80s as well. Uh, was it the 80s or early 90s? I think it was the 80s when Steve Bull played for him. Uh, we beat him 5 0 down here. And that was in May, late April or May. So they may feel like they always won. Revenge. But uh, they'll have to fight for it, Dan. They'll have to, we'll have to keep them wolves at the door, from the door. <laughs> yes. Yes. Uh, how do we see this game going, Gareth? Go on. Let's have a prediction from you. Well, you were talking, though, about two defeats that we'd inflicted on them, sent them down. You say that these things come in three, don't they? So I'm hoping it's going to be a three on Saturday, and we get three points. Right. That's all I can see. Yeah, that's all we can see. Adam? Uh we're going to need to score more than one because you look at Wolves' records in the last six games and they've all, they've all scored well they've scored in all of them Yeah. Uh, so we're definitely going to need more than one goal and I think it's going to be a, a high scoring game I reckon we'll win 4-3 <laughs> oh be another West Ham you know, I've got to agree with Adam on that because I do think that both teams are going to be very very nervous and um, leave themselves open at the back and I think it's going to be an absolute wonderful afternoon of football I think we're going to see an open flowing game and I think for a change at home we are actually going to see a clutch of goals mm-hmm. so I think it'll be nil-nil <laughs> <laughs> they'll be ruled out then we'll leave for offside <laughs> yeah. did you notice did you notice mentioning offsides how many times were Wigan caught offside on Saturday's game? No. Yes, they were. My fortune. Did he let me finish? None until Mark Antoine came on the pitch. But wasn't he wasting time at that point, so we didn't care? Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Catherine, how do you see it going? Uh, we've got to win. Three points. I don't know what the score's going to be. Three. Going a, a Jaffa cake here, here Dan. Oh, Thank Thank you No, no, I, I think it, 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 the other games have been quite open, haven't they? Get on with it, come on. <laughs> <laughs> so mm. we're, just, we're just munching the Jaffa cake, sorry. Mm. Um, I, I go with 2 1, home win, because we have to. Two Simple. One. We don't get home win, we. we Are they actually there, these, Adam? They're just a bit. Um, just cigarettes. Fine to me. <laughs> well, because you've had too many of them. Ah, oh, cigarettes, I'll just look Cigarettes. Well, Barry, <laughs> I just have a feeling about Saturday. Maybe it's misplaced. Or maybe it's <laughs> the memories of 2011. <laughs> but I think we're going to go out there and do it. Hope springs anew with us winning the other day. And a new lease of life, I think we have. And I think we're going to go out there and batter them. Batter them. 3 1. Three one, come on, the Latics. Um, I wish I was as positive. I'm more nervous than positive, but I still think we're going to win. I think it'll be a very nervy one 0 win. I think we'll stop them scoring. New Adico, I'll, uh, I'll have a stinker. He never scores because I think he'll try too hard because it'll, it'll be too pumped. Yeah, he's, he's not good in that stadium. We've, no. we've tried him. Yeah, and I think can't we'll win one 0 Can't play the DW, can he? Can run up and down the touchline, can he? 
That's it. That's it. Right. Anyway, so uh, we've we've had a good week, and let you open that when we return next week. We're all positive and buzzing, and uh, looking forward to the last game of the season. What day do Rotherham play the game in hand? Tuesday. Oh, so we'll know then, won't we? Yeah, we'll this know. time next week. Yeah, we'll know. We'll have, I'll have some idea. Right. So anyway, on that note, it's a good night from me, and it's a good Jaffa night cake. Good night from me. I'm Jaffa cake. Sorry to hear. Did your get up and go get up and leave? I didn't have you down as a pessimist. I'm not. I just think awful things are going to happen. <laughs> when you lost all your sunshine, how control you a lifeline, friends will help through the dark. We can do it. No, we can't. We're both together, then there's really nothing to it. Forget it. Oh, we can do it. Yes, we can do it. Look inside your heart, just make a start and we'll get through it. Yeah, we can do it. No, we can't. But we gotta get to it. Not a chance. If we're together, then we'll never be alone. When thoughts are little seeds, make sure they're not we Understood. Oh, we can do it. Yes, we can do it. If we pull together, then there's really nothing to it. Yeah, we can do it. Yes, we can do it. Look inside your heart, just make a start and we'll get through it. Yeah, we can do it. But we gotta get to it. Monsters the movie only in cinemas December 20.